Hello and welcome to SEO is Not That Hard. I'm your host, Ed Dawson, the founder of keywordspeopleuse.com, the solution to finding the questions people ask online. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about 301 redirects and some tips on when to use them. What is a 301 redirect? Well, it's a status code that's sent by a web server to a browser that says the URL you're asking for isn't here anymore. It's been permanently moved to this new URL. It's a bit like when you move house and you tell the postal service to send all your mail to your new address. With a 301 redirect, the browser will take the new URL that's been given and go and fetch and display that. Search engines also use 301 redirects to pass ranking signals that the old page had to the new page, things like history, backlinks and such. This is really important as these are signals that may have taken years to build up and in many cases you don't want to see them lost. Now I'm not going to go into exactly how to implement the 301 redirect as it can vary depending on what platform or web service you're using. But if you Google what software you're using for your website and how to do a 301 redirect, you'll find loads of guides for each combination you could be using. So that's where to go if you need to learn how to actually physically do them. But the more important thing is, is to know what the crucial scenarios are that you'll be wanting to use 301 redirects for. Okay, so the first scenario is if you are wanting to remove some old pages from your site. Every now and again, yeah, it's quite common that you might decide you've got some content you don't want on the site anymore and you're just going to delete it. Now, you could just delete it, but then if that site, if that page that you're um, removing has got any backlinks from an external site, and we've got any other internal links that are pointing there, those links are going to become dead links. And you don't want to lose the power of those links. You don't want to lose any equity in those links. So if you put a 301 redirect from the page that you've removed to the next uh, most suitable page. Now, an example would be if you've got a product in an e-commerce store that you don't you no longer stock and you know you use no value in keeping it on the site anymore then you would 301 redirect that products um, page to the category page that that product belongs to that would be the next, next most sensible place to redirect that to other times it might be that your home page might be the most um, um, sensible page to redirect to but you basically just got to look and find the page that that most suits what that topic was about to redirect to and quite often it's just the parent topic by doing this redirect it will mean that no one ever visiting that url will go to a 404 page sort of an error page that was sent to the most uh, the next most sensible page to go to and it also means that google will be able to um, pass any sort of link to history onto the page that you 301 redirected to the second scenario where you'd want to use a 301 redirect is if you are uh, not deleting a page, but actually just moving it to another um, part on your website. So, example, you just want to change um, its actual URL. Now, we did this on Broadband at Credit UK because um, when we introduced topical clusters on Broadband at Credit UK about 10 years ago, we got lots of pages um, that were on URLs that didn't match the new URL structure we we're putting in for those topical clusters. So, we used 301 redirects to move the pages within the URL hierarchy um, so that our um, URL structure was a lot cleaner and, and a lot more semantically fresh to each other. So that's another reason for if you're moving content around within a site. Uh, it's not something I would suggest you do lightly um, because with 301 redirects there is sometimes a bit of a lag between the um, 
uh, the signals to pass over. Um, in our case, you know, we didn't really spot much many problems with that on broadband at Code UK, but it's just something to watch for. But yeah, that's where if you're moving and rearranging your content into sort of more logical silos and clusters, um, you might want to use a 301 redirect to change the actual URL on site of a piece of content. The third scenario where you'd want to use a 301 redirect is where you may have your site available on www.domainname.com and just domainname.com. And that's quite common. People, when they've done the setups, they don't set it up in a way where um, one redirects to the other. It's really important to just have one canonical version. Um, So it doesn't matter which it is. You can choose the www version or just the plain domain name version. Um, but make sure you've got <coughs> got a 301 redirect in place so that if anyone goes to the one that isn't the, the canonical version, it will um, forward them through. So if they type in domainname.com, it will 301 redirect them to the um, www version. Or if you just want to have the plain domain name without a www version, if they type in name, it will 301 redirect them. And those kind of 301 redirects can be made... Um, with wildcards so that any URL that they've got um, past the domain name will also 301 redirect. So it could just does a catch-all so that anyone going to the dub 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 version or the non-dub dub version gets redirected in the right way that you want them to. The fourth scenario I want to cover today is the one where you um, transfer and migrate all your content from one domain name to another. So say for example, you decide to rebrand your company or your website and you get a whole brand new domain and you're gonna move all your content across to that new domain. It's really, really important to put in a 301 redirect from all the URLs from the old domain to the URLs on the new domain so that Google knows that, oh yeah, you've literally just changed from one domain to another and to pass over all the um, domain history, all the link history, all all the equity that's been built up from the old domain and the URLs to the new domain and its URLs. If you don't do this 301, then as far as Google's concerned, it's a brand new website. It's got no backlinks, no history. It doesn't know anything about it. And you're just going to destroy your rankings. It's the most common way of people just completely get it wrong if they just move to a new domain, don't think about this don't do a 301 and then wonder where all the traffic disappears to so it's really really important to if you're doing a domain migration to use 301 redirects from the old domain to the new domain a question i'm commonly asked is how long should we keep 301 redirects in place for and i'd say keep them in forever um the line from google is they say that after one year then all um, ranking signals are i mean signals from the old page are permanently transferred to the new page um, but I personally would just keep them in um, forever. I say this because when we had broadband at Code UK, I used to look at the server logs, and we had links that went back, well, I mean, they went back before 1996, because um, it was a very old domain, um, and there was some some um, links, um, external links that were to pages that hadn't existed for many, many years. These were pages from when the um, website was a web agency before broadband became a thing. If you want to know more about that, go and listen to the episode I, I did about the story of broadband.co.uk. But there was links to pages for when it was a web agency. And those links still existed online on external sites, and Google would still crawl them. We'd see Googlebot in the logs crawling and following these old links, even though they were 25 plus years old in some cases. Um, so we still wanted to keep that link equity, and so that's why we kept the 301s in. So hopefully that's given you an overview of what a 301 red- redirect is, 
when you'd want to use them, why they're important. And I say, if you want to learn how to actually implement them, I'd go and Google for your specific platform, website, um, and uh, web server and how to do it. And you'll find loads of great guides out there on how to actually implement them in uh, for real. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. Please subscribe and share. It really helps. SEO is not that hard. It's brought to you by keywordspeopleuse.com, the solution to finding the questions people ask online. See why thousands of people use us every day. Try it today for free at keywordspeopleuse.com. If you want to get in touch or have any questions, I'd love to hear from you. I'm at Channel 5 on Twitter, or you can email me at podcast at keywordspeopleuse.com. Bye for now, and see you in the next episode of SEO is not that hard.